Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to One Rep at a Time by Cult Fit. I'm super excited about today's episode. I am going to talk with Kunal Rajput, subtle dot strength on Instagram. Uh, Kunal is um, well. What do I say? He's a trainer. He's an inspiration. He's super funny. Uh, I work out with him. He has a great program on Cult Live called um, Tone Up with Kunal. You should check it out. It's a fantastically structured program and I think you'll enjoy it. So the reason I'm speaking to Kunal is not on fitness by itself. He is a trainer, but we're not going to talk about that aspect. Uh, recently, Kunal went on a trip to Bali and where he got uh, his diving certification and all that. And he was working out almost the whole time. So I was very keen to ask him, hey, how do you stay fit while traveling how do you stay fit while traveling on vacation especially how do you work how do you work in fitness into what is supposed to be uh, a trip where you're enjoying yourself is it possible to do that what are the aspects of working out or what are the aspects of um, eating right what are the aspects of drinking let's face it that you should integrate into your vacation and that actually brought me to a larger conversation which i wanted to have with kunal because his approach to fitness is extremely practical right it's not fitness for the sake of fitness by itself. It's about fitness in order to live better or live happier. So he always, all his, if you look through his Instagram, you'll find that there's a lot of him just having fun. And I think that's wonderful. I think it's very practical. It shows us, hey, this is the outcome of leading a fit life and being fit and working out and all that. He's very open when it comes to things like snacking, alcohol, and all that. As a result of which, it's actually quite nice to have open conversations with him rather than approaching these as taboo subjects. Uh, so for all these reasons, I really want, I was very keen on having Kunal on uh, this program. So without further ado, let's get right into this. This is a very, very wide ranging conversation. We go off into all kinds of directions that I hadn't planned for. And I think you will enjoy this. So let's get right into my conversation with Strength, aka Kunal Rajput. Welcome to One Rep at a Time, a podcast from CultFit that encourages you to become a healthier, better and happier version of yourself by building small sustainable habits. Let's welcome your host Deepak Gopalakrishnan or Chuck. Kunal, welcome to One Rep at a Time. I am absolutely thrilled to have you on. Thank you for having me, Deepak. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is a pleasure to be on your show. I uh, stumble upon the introduction. I haven't had the time to like just go through your podcast and I apologize for that, but I would like uh, start with this particular podcast. Yeah, and, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So this is a show where we, well, just encourage people to live, eat, um, just live better, live better, healthier, happier, and put it and take in all the elements of fitness from good nutrition, sleep, everything. So we have spoken to people who are experts in recovery, people who are experts in fitness and, you know, the whole hog. And uh, we are trying to just expand uh, the, uh, you know, speak to various kinds of people from various backgrounds and not just speak uh, and not just, you know, trainers and all that. And it's quite interesting to get fitness from different sort of perspectives. Like when we had, uh, we had Nisha Millet, who was a who, Olympian on, and that was a completely different perspective. We spoke to a sports nutrition who was very different in terms of perspective. So yeah, the, uh, the reason I wanted to have you on, and we'll get into that a little later, is um, 
well, if I were to pick a topic, it would be just around um, fitness during travel, right? I think is something that you did so well when you traveled recently. So I just wanted to uh, talk about that a little. But before we get there, um, I usually like starting these interviews by just asking my interview, uh, by just asking my guests to tell us about their fitness journeys. Because usually, in my experience, what I've noticed is that there usually is a tipping point in people's lives when they realize, oh, I need to get into fitness. It's not like they were like, you know, pumped up with abs and all that from the moment they were out from the womb. There's some tipping point, some moment, some realization that happened some, sometime early in life. And that's really changed the trajectory. So I'd love to know what that journey was for you. Uh, to put it uh, as simply as possible, I think I started my journey because I wanted to look good. Uh, I was super skinny, uh, super lean dark and had major confidence issues while growing up. I was always into sports, but while growing up, I always had confidence issues in terms of like, just even like just standing and like mm -hmm. giving an answer, which I knew. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think uh, that was something that I took with me uh, in my like college days. And that kind of like started affecting me a lot more. And somehow I managed to get into a relationship and I had like a bad breakup. Uh, and it basically started with like little uh, trivial point like that. So whenever that uh, breakup happened, I realized that, you know what, I really want to work on myself and I want to make sure that I'm working on a personality or a lot more. Mm -hmm. So I started doing something which I really was exposed to because my parents, they own a gym. Uh, they have been, means my father was a bodybuilder. Um, and I have always seen my mom taking classes, aerobic classes and everything. So I was exposed to fitness since I've opened my eyes. So my go-to way of like, uh, just like starting my fitness journey was to make sure that I go to the gym and like, just do whatever that trainer is saying. And I had the opportunity of mm -hmm. having trainers and my father's knowledge yeah. and people around me at my disposal. So they could guide me properly. And that is how I started uh, my fitness journey and I just happened to meet amazing bunch of friends in my uh, college and they were also like infatuated by the idea of like looking good and being strong so the only thing that we used to talk about was fitness in our engineering college and I think those were the most influential years of my life and at that influential point in my life we were exposed to the good things and that is how we started our journey. All of us started our journey. I was the only one who like kind of like stuck around um, because A, it was easy for me because it was next door. Mm -hmm. And B, I knew that if nothing ever happens, I can always like uh, fall back yeah. and get into this profession. Mm -hmm. And which is basically what exactly yeah. happened. Yeah. Uh, but uh, those were the, that was, I would say the first phase of my fitness journey. And then I got exposed to Kettlebell. Uh, training when I had a drop in engineering. So I got a drop in, engin in engineering during the third year. And so between the third year and the fourth year, I had a year to do nothing. I had cleared my papers and I just used to sit at my dad's gym. And there came a, a pamphlet for a credible certification. And my mom was like, you know what, you're doing nothing in life. Just go and <laughs> uh, do that certification. And I happened to do that certification. And I was like, you know what, I'm fit enough. So I'm, I will nail this and they had like practical exam and everything. And I found it extremely difficult. It kind of reminded me the feeling that I used to get when I used to 
go play basketball or just play like football or be in athletics and everything when your lungs are like yeah. just like exploding and your heart just wants to like go out and but you still have to go because you know that your team needs it or you just have to go because the work is not done and that kind of stimulus wasn't offered in a normal body building kind of a workout or hypertrophy based workouts so uh, that kind of like grabbed my attention extremely uh, it was very powerful for me at that particular point i also got to meet amazing people i got exposed to a different uh, version of fitness that was just about booming in india um, and then that kind of infatuation began so the love for bodybuilding kind of like tapered down because i was doing decently in terms of my physicality i had abs and everything which was like whatever for a 21 yeah. 19 year old guy it was like just good enough yeah it's achieved mission uh, yeah. accomplished <laughs> yes uh, so then i wanted to like just explore and see how much i can push myself and mm-hmm. how much i can get better in a kettlebell workout and we had like kettlebell championships and everything so i'm like okay you know what this is something that i really want to like focus on this is something that i really think that i might be good at because i was only one of the only few people who got certified in that particular course so i borrowed some money i asked my dad to get me some kettlebells and we i just used to practice uh with those kettlebells in that small gym that we had uh in borivli east and that gym i you know how small that gym was at a given time only 15 people can stand in shoulder to shoulder <laughs> but at that particular time 20 25 people used to like work out with all the equipments and everything and i used to do my kettlebell workouts mm. over there and because i was doing my kettlebell workouts over there i got exposed to means um a lot of people saw me and they wanted to do those things so i was like you know what you can come and work out with me you just have to pay me a certain thing and you have to pay for the gym membership also so that kind of like uh paid oh, wow. me for yes <laughs> so that that basically paid um uh, for my pocket money and that is how i started doing kettlebell workouts i started coaching kettlebell yeah. uh, to people now i was certified so i could do that so that kettlebell uh, instance happened and we kind of won a lot of medals in the first competition nice. and that was one thing which i realized that i'm really good at and i would want to pursue in the future because it kind of changed a lot of people's mm-hmm. life including mine and because that kettlebell championship was happening at um crossfit gym i got exposed to crossfit, CrossFit. and it was fascinating for me because while we were like just warming up and doing a normal generic warm up and everything uh i saw extremely fit extremely uh like the personalities were very strong at that time uh coming in and doing foam rolling which i had yeah. no idea about uh doing stretches which i had no idea about warming up in a way which i had no idea and they were like looking at us and like smirking because they had no idea like if we are going to like just give them a mm-hmm. whatever competition so we got exposed to that and i was like you know what I'm, i mean i really want to go and like try it and i was fortunate enough to have my friends over here I stay in Kandivli and Kandivli has like majority of like your fitness influences we means I call it as the protein valley of uh, Bombay <laughs> <laughs> because you have Vedant Thapa you have Vikram you have uh, Karan Amin Karan Amin actually, uh, actually took me to Karan Amin is a footballer mm-hmm. and he took me to the CrossFit home place so we started like working out over there and that was my exposure to CrossFit after crossfit i got exposed to calisthenics rajan and everybody i got exposed to them and at the same time um 
my engineering and everything got over and uh, i started working in a digital marketing company it wasn't a digital marketing company my role was a digital marketer but it was a recruitment firm and during that time i was coaching people in the evening and i was doing this in the morning so just so happened that at one point we reached a point where my kettlebell workouts which i was doing was paying me much yeah. more as compared to what your salary yeah exactly so i was like you know what i really don't want to do this and i hate this so i'm just going to like give down my papers and and just say that okay you know what might as well just take a small break uh study for a bit for a year and do mba and if i have to sustain mm-hmm. myself i can always coach people yeah that was the plan and uh during i think it was the last day of my job or something and somebody just showed me a video of karan grover and he was doing some kind of inverted pull ups or whatever and like hey you work out a lot right so can you do this i'm like you know what i might as well just go and try it and the next day i uploaded it on my instagram and people from my building saw it and they were like you know what even we want to do this so i'm like oh cool i can coach you for that and that is how i got my first group of people independently to coach uh the day i left my job so that is how i started my fitness journey basically yeah, and yeah. then a lot of others yeah. fitness journey yeah, so sorry i think no this over. is amazing because there it's like there are so it's hardly structured right there were so many little happy accidents that happened along the way all uh, the time yeah i mean and i think that is something that's utterly fascinating no no one of the things that i love about your approach to fitness is how you vocally consider yourself wip perpetually like you mm. always have told us in workouts that you guys are stronger than i am and you keep putting uh, you know uploading stuff saying i still need to work on this is a certain aspect of almost like vulnerability almost and hey i'm not perfect i'm still getting there myself and this is not a question really i just wanted you to react to that and this is an observation from my side i think it makes you feel very human in some sense yeah because i think if you are exposed to people the way that i have been exposed to people you know that you're you don't you know that you're decent but you're not even close to mm-hmm. where the elites are mm-hmm. and i have had so many instances where i have felt that i am really good at what i have means what i have trained for but then there comes an individual or there comes like uh, people or there comes an opportunity for me to witness yeah. people at the peak uh at their peak level and then like and you're just fascinated by that mm. and not only that i think with the idea of like fitness and physicality in general is so fickle i mean i'm asthmatic i travel a lot because of work i meet a lot of people and i am very vulnerable to getting sick so i know how it feels mm-hmm. being in that position where i don't have strength okay so boasting about something which i know is so temporary yeah. or feeling good about myself because i can lift heavier weights than somebody else can it's just something that i don't uh, resonate with and that is something which i feel that a lot of people shouldn't because it's, mm-hmm. it's so temporary yeah. uh, the only thing which i feel that is something that a person can uh, feel good about themselves is the knowledge that that person has or the experience yeah. that person has uh, gen- means 
uh, gathered over the years. So yeah. that is one thing which I'm happy about. But otherwise, I'm always a work in progress. Yeah, that's fantastic. And uh, I, I think that's a nice segue to the topic at hand, really, and what I really wanted to talk to you uh, about. Um, another reason why I love following you is whenever this, I see a new story from Strength on Instagram, I don't know whether you're going to be pumping weights or whether you're going to be wolfing down a burger. And I think that, you know, the eco- okay, this could go either way. Uh, I really love that. It's almost like, I so I really like this practical approach to fitness that you have, right? It's not like working out for working out sake and it's not fitness for fitness sake. It's almost like you're saying, hey, listen, if you want to lead a happy life, you need to be fit, right? There's a, you, you want to enjoy life as well. So fitness is a means to that. Would you agree with that? Is that how you look at fitness? Because one of the reasons I love following you is because you just look like you want to have fun and fitness is kind of like a way to get there. Yeah, I generally do believe that it should be so malleable to what your pers- like what your life is and what your personality mm. is. Um, fitness, I think, is not binary at all. Um, it's something that, at least in the culture that we live in, you mm. cannot keep it as a priority. I know uh, professionals, I know individuals who have kept it as a priority. But at the same time, if they keep their personal journey, the fitness journey as a priority, as and when they keep on growing, uh, it keeps on consuming a lot more time yeah. of the day. Okay. And that kind of like plays um, in a different way mentally, because a you're not seeing that kind of change in your career path. You're not seeing that kind of change in your fitness levels either, because you're spending so much time right. and the perception that you have about your fitness is very it's, it's very narrow because you're only exposed to the people or you only follow people who are just like working out. Mm-hmm. And that's not a good space to be at. And also like I have realized that I cater to individuals such as you. I cater to individuals like my mom and for whom fitness, the idea of like working out is still something that they want to do. They know that they have to do it. But at the same time, it's something that is not coming naturally. They need some kind of push. They need to make sure that uh, like there is some kind of effort being put in in Mm. order to like showing up. And in order to do that, you need to make it as less intimidating as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry. No, no, I completely agree. In fact, I was just about to say, like, uh, just before uh, this, uh, just before this chat, I was just looking through our WhatsApp group, the one that we are uh, both a part of, and it just was shocking to me. Hey, this is a group of people who are supposed to be exercising together, and they're discussing what snacks and treats they're going to be having over the weekend. And to me, that's a testament to how comfortable you make people feel in some sense, right? Um, like, I, I, if I were to tell you one gym story that I had. Um, there was a gym that I went to, which had this ridiculous idea of uh, people submitting a food diary on a daily basis. Now, gyms might do this, but I wasn't a big fan of this. It made a bunch of 35-year-olds just feel like like kids, yeah, come on, trust us to eat whatever we want to and to have a good idea about what, you know, what fitness means to us. And once, and I know you will be incensed at this, they made me do 20 burpees just because I had a chicken shawarma. And I know that's going to make you particular because I know how much shawarma means to you as well. Um, And to me, that seemed like, okay, stop treating us like kids, trust us to do our things. And I think you have a more practical way of approaching it. And 
it just allows you to be freer and allows people to be more open and ask more questions uh, as well, knowing that they're talking to a peer in some sense. So I just, I mean, again, there's no question really over there. I think it was just uh, an add on to what you had said. But if I were to turn, a, turn that into a question, what are the guardrails that people should keep for themselves when they want to indulge? And from there, obviously, we'll go into vacations and all that. But I think that might be a nice way to start. I think... In terms of like guardrails, it's just how you feel, man. Uh, mm-hmm. If you are happy with the person that you see in the mirror, I think that is the most important part, right? I have seen myself at a decent physicality mm-hmm. and I like to look good uh, with clothes, without clothes. I like the fact that I can push my body and I know that if I am indulging in something, I'm not going to be at that same physicality yeah. or the same fitness levels. Okay, so the kind of conversation that I keep having with myself, like, is it worth it? Because the kind of workout which I did last night or the kind of workout which I have been doing by sacrificing a lot of things uh, is, is in, in grand scheme of things, they matter a lot more because they were painful. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really didn't meet my friends. I, I canceled a lot of plans just to make sure that I'm working out and just to make sure that I'm doing the things which I am supposed to do rather than like I want to do. Yeah. And if I have done that amount of sacrifices in the past and just letting it go in the future for some reason whatsoever, just because I feel like doing it. Okay. That's, that's basically doing a disservice to my past self. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't, I don't think that I should be doing that because you always have the control at that particular moment. <coughs> I'm so sorry. And because you let go of that control, your future kind of gets a bit more, uh, volatile. Mm. So for me, I always prefer to have my future a bit more streamlined. And in order to do that, I need to make sure that whatever choices I'm making, be it those microscopic choices, like, okay, well, you know what? I have to choose a sparkling water instead of that one random beer that every anybody, everybody is having in that particular table. So I might just choose sparkling water for that particular instance, because I know it's not going to like, it's not worth it. So mm-hmm. I might as well like just do that. And that kind of change has a exponential carryover in my future decisions. Right. So whenever uh, an opportunity arises in future, I'm like, you know what? I might as well just go with sparkling water now. Yeah. Uh, because I, if I could do that earlier, I might as well just do it right now. Mm. So like those kind of like comparisons that I keep having with my past versions and what I want to be in the future, those are the things which I personally prefer in holding myself back. But at the same time, um, if you are happy with the way that you're looking, if you're happy with your fitness levels, and if you're comfortable about it, who am I to just tell you that, okay, you know what, you should be doing 20 burpees or you should not be eating this. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can inform you because you are a grown yeah. adult. I can tell you what you are losing on and what you can gain if you control yourself. But at the same time, that is all I can do as a coach. Okay, at least that is the way that I end up coaching people. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people are like a lot more corporal in their approach. And for them, it's a lot binary and they might see crazy results. But for me, I think we are just coming back from, we are just like limping around from a pandemic. And it it, it is taxing for a lot of people to just give another pressure of like, you know what, you should be doing this. Uh, You should not be doing this. So I'm like, okay, no, you do whatever the hell you want to do. But if you're happy with it, I'm happy with it. Just, mm-hmm. just keep showing up as much as you want. 
Yeah, I think yeah. that's a very nice and mature way of looking at it. Do you plan your indulgences out? Do you know, like, hey, okay, we're going to meet up with friends on, say, Saturday, so this week has to be reasonably clean with respect to eating. Do you do anything like that? No, um, I, I honestly don't. I plan my workouts out. Hmm. So for me, the priority would be workouts. And that's not because I want to look in a certain way right now. It's just because I want to reach a certain point in my sure. fitness journey where I know that, okay, you know what? Um, I really want to work out. I really want to get stronger. Mm-hmm. And as and when I'm touching 30 now, um, I can see the difference because I've been yeah. working out since a decade now. So I can see yeah. the difference, how my body is reacting. So I really don't want to like just get old super fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can put it like that. So I plan my workouts out and if at all, I have completed a given set of programming. If I have completed the kind of goals that I have set up for myself in that particular week, I might as well just let go for the weekend yeah. and just see how it is. And even then, yeah. if I'm letting go, I know um, where I'm letting go. Because for now, um, that opportunity of letting go should be at that level where it's worth it. Mm-hmm. So it should be providing value for me. Yeah. Like. Uh, I won't go and like just meet random people and just like have conversation and drink alcohol and just like come back home drunk. Hmm. No, unless until I'm like learning something or having a good time for yeah. me, having value is also like having a good time and like conversing, creating yeah. relationships. If that is happening, nothing like it, but for the sake of it, no, I don't do that anymore. Yeah. Great. And uh, since you mentioned those two lovely words, consuming alcohol, you have a nice practical approach to that as well, right? Like I remember you talking about beer in a fairly scientific kind of way. And I remember one of those Insta stories which you posted saying, hey, listen, if I want to get hammered, then is this going to be a straight up GNT and, you know, get the job done? I think those are your exact words. Talk us through your philosophy of having alcohol. And I think, again, I go back to that phrase, right? You have a very nice practical way of looking at these things, which is, See, we are all human. We are going to indulge once in a while, but indulge mindfully seems to be the broad takeaway. So take us through what your thoughts on alcohol then. Oh man, what a, what a profound question this is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, I think alcohol uh, has played a role, which I feel like a lot of people shy away from talking when they are in like fitness. I think mm. uh, I enjoy the consumption of alcohol to put it uh like blankly <laughs> because I don't think there is shying away from that I like I like the feeling of uh, letting go and having a good time with my friends and I um, have had social uh, meetings where alcohol was something that was a part of and I really enjoy that particular social meeting because of that um, so I personally enjoy alcohol and I like how my body reacts to it to be honest because uh, unlike how a lot of people's body react for me the next day I'm a bit more leaner because I'm dehydrated oh. <laughs> to be honest <laughs> so I'm dehydrated and and then I start getting bloated but mm. uh, for that particular day I'm dehydrated and I understand like okay this is what you're losing on sure it's, so you should stop doing it mm. so that really works well but in general like my approach with alcohol it's like very simple I don't drink to get drunk anymore I just drink to have a good time um, I stick to beers when I know that I am going to be at a place for a very long time so I can uh, hold Mm. on to that particular drink for a lot longer Mm. okay Uh, a pint of beer has around 110 120 uh, Corona has 143 calories to be honest Uh, but if you're going for a light version uh, it has 110 calories so I prefer that because then even if a couple of beers, I still have that kind of happy eye mm. and I'm happy with it. And um, an hour, an hour and a half 
I can goes, yeah, like yeah. yes. So I'm happy with that. Just in a social setting, if I want to get drunk, drunk, I would not go for <laughs> beer. I would just prefer like a gin and tonic or gin and soda, and I would just get drunk or have shots rather, and make sure that uh, I get the job done and have fun. But that being said, the major player that uh, affects a lot of other people is the frequency of the alcohol that uh, yeah. they keep on consuming for me it's always like once in two weeks or once in a week or something like that once in a week is like so like pushing it during december or something once in two week is something that i think uh, i end up doing a lot more and the food that we have before or after really matters so a lot of people say that okay you know you need to like line your stomach and everything with bread and stuff like that before having alcohol so it can absorb it and all these things which really makes sense but at the same time uh, alcohol in the end are just empty calories so you're putting in empty calories in your system that your body is going to process and digest way before anything else so if i'm consuming say like 400 500 even 700 calories of alcohol which is speaking a lot mm-hmm. if my body is just going to put every other food which i have eaten with alcohol before alcohol or after alcohol aside and just going to start processing yeah. uh, alcohol first which is honestly like it makes no sense and everything which is not being processed is basically stored and what is stored energy in the end it's like just like fats right so uh, you want to make sure that you're not eating too much while you're having alcohol or not uh, after you're having alcohol so I end up eating a good amount of proteins a good amount of carbs a couple of hours before this thing and then uh, i kind of like panoplyate my calorie consumption according to uh, the calories lift on that particular day mm-hmm. so it's it's a very weird way of like approaching things but it has been working well for me and i whoever's listening i really hope it works well for you if you try and attempt it but um, uh, in the end for me it's all about like calories in calories out yeah yeah that's a simple equation that uh, yeah. matters right my priority is uh, always going to be proteins yeah yeah And then yeah. yeah, no, that's fair. And from there, let's move to uh, your holiday. You recently went on holiday. You got uh, certified. Congratulations on that! And uh, uh, man, makes the yeah. two of us. Yeah, to commemorate, I'm wearing my Dive India T-shirt for this conversation as well. As oh, you can uh, see, um, yeah. So congratulations! I think it's a wonderful, um, different experience altogether. Probably a different episode by itself. <laughs> um, what is remarkable is that you know you kept working out through your trip, right? Honestly, one might have thought that you were still in Bombay. Uh, till we saw the color of the water, and that's when we realized, oh, you're somewhere else, and you were working out. So, uh, firstly, what all did you do in terms of working out during your trip recently? I was my my main agenda of going to that trip was to a um, just dive mm-hmm. number one, B was to surf, and C was to get back to my fitness levels, which I had lost. uh terribly during the pandemic and with unlock going on mm-hmm. uh it was too much for me to like just like keep up with whatever i was doing and i couldn't like invest that amount of time in my fitness journey mm-hmm. so i needed a break just because i started looking like a schoolboy with with an old man's face and i wasn't <laughs> happy about it <laughs> so i was like you know what i need to take a break i just like work on my fitness and just like let go a bit because i was pushing myself too thin Mm-hmm. and so that was the idea of like going for a trip um when i went over there my i initial and when i went to bali indonesia uh and when i went over there my initial idea was to just like get exposed to a lot of yoga stuff learn things so i can implement it in my uh workout programs or just approach mm-hmm. in my life i can learn from a lot of people 
and also like it was supposed to be a bit more meditative but then there was like some kind of sorry uh, okay. there was there was some kind of like spirit festival which was happening so i'm like you know what let me just like go and just do a couple of workouts and i went to this place called as crossfit wanderlust and before that i went to a place called as nirvana strength okay uh, so took the membership in both the places did some workouts got exposed to a different kind of workout then i realized oh wow my body is reacting very well food is amazing so i might as well just like stick over here mm-hmm. for a week and then figure out the rest and then go to upo then see whatever else is happening so i was working out it started with like one workout a day uh in the next couple of days one workout a day and then it became three workouts a day then became four workouts a wow. day wow yeah so i was just like just working out and like just exposing myself to different kind of fitness routines different coaches learning from them understanding what i can do and just figuring out what kind of programming i want to do in the first week then the next week i was just like focusing on like weightlifting and strength and some kind of conditioning in the end and a lot more mobility and everything third week was me just going and diving for the entire week and that is where my fitness kind of like took a hit a bit but uh gilly is still amazing in terms of um the food and the diving places and there is like an open gym so i used to like work out of there mm-hmm. and then when i came back i had like around 10 to 13 days and then i went all ham i like i took around um 34 sessions in 30 days and like all over bali and i just like learned and got exposed to things so for me it's because i've been doing it for such a long time uh for me the idea is not to like push myself physically but rather like just like understanding the personalities of the coaches mm-hmm. how they are handling a crowd of like 60 people imagine like there are sessions where 60 people are doing crossfit together 60 yeah. people doing weightlifting together so like that kind of command that kind of like confidence that kind of queuing and all those things that is something that I really wanted to learn mm-hmm. and i got exposed to world class fitness uh, levels over there and i also was understanding how the gyms work over there so if i want to open something in bombay at what level do we want to open and what kind of things that we want to cater to to people so that was the entire idea of like going to that trip and i think it solved its purpose i was 4 kgs heavier 100 kgs happier <laughs> then, <laughs> uh, yeah uh, amazing so i did not know that you actually went there to focus on fitness i just assumed that hey you went there to have fun and by the way there was a gym on the side and you uh, were working out over there as well so it almost seems like you went so uh, i mean that opens up a new line of questioning altogether would you recommend like for somebody so who is not a fitness professional like you are uh, to do a fitness based vacation like how you did maybe like a focused one week or something somewhere either in india or abroad yeah man because it it kind of like it's 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 a reset button uh and i i this is the thing with india also right i mean like it just sucks that we don't have those entities and that ecosystem where mm. a person can just like go to a kerala or goa yeah. and just like reset their life completely we don't have those kind of things anymore and and at least people can hold retreats and everything but that's still you have to do it by yourself, yourself. when you feel like doing it right um but that is something that i would highly recommend i went to bali bali is because i had like a long standing um history with it yeah so, yeah the story which we shall link out i remember that one yeah, yeah the turtles the turtle yeah, tattoo the story so I, i for me it was like just getting or giving myself a second chance and figuring out if i have like actually grown as a person or still that mm-hmm. dumb person <laughs> so for me that was the entire idea of going to bali 
but you have thailand uh which is phuket phuket is amazing there's a, a lane there's a village called as chalong village which hosts uh unit 27 and tiger mothai and it's well, both of them are in one lane and that's mm-hmm. like all the mma fighters and everybody from all over the globe they end up training okay exactly. so that's cheaper and thailand is much more closer and you can go there for a week reset your body clock and just mm-hmm. come back and the best thing about like all these southeast asian countries is that it's a couple of hours before us or 3 hours before us so even uh, even when you come back yeah. you end up waking at like 7 o'clock yeah. or like uh, 6 o'clock so that's a good habit to develop yeah. so for me i would really suggest that you should be going and you should be exposing to different kind of uh, fitness levels amazing so what if somebody is so i understand you going you are already reasonably fit i mean very very fit to put it mildly what if somebody is like hey if i just land up in a foreign country and there are going to be people way way fitter than i am and all those insecurities start coming in how would you recommend they approach things and that's the best part right because you have to expose yourself to a higher forms of um, workouts and better athletes mm. because if you're not exposing yourself to better athletes a you won't be inspired enough b you feel intimidated in the first couple of sessions even i feel like i i think of myself as like a 7 on 10 in terms of my fitness levels um and even i was like super intimidated to to see like those australian women in general to to lift as much as i end up lifting and yeah. to to see it man like to be in awe like how beautiful they are doing by the same time like all of us who have been working out for the longest time we have been there so we know how to make others feel comfortable around mm-hmm. it so we even the coaches uh your workout partners your sub coaches or even like the receptionist they'll make you feel that you're home and they'll make you feel that okay you know what uh honestly we are proud of like whatever you're doing and mm-hmm. i think that you should keep coming and that is something Fantastic. that is yeah yeah and and this culture is much more developed and is a lot more matured uh in countries like australia um Bali, Indonesia, Thailand, everywhere. To be honest, like because it's it's more of a community-driven yeah, uh, yeah. workout programs, and you're never going to be at the elite level all the time. Mm. People have suffered injuries. People have started their journey from nothing. Uh, people are coaching people who are just starting their journey, so they are very considerate about it. So yeah, I think, and I I'm pretty sure that that happens back here too, right? I mean, like, yeah. if you're just getting into the gym. most of the time if it's a good gym you are going to feel very welcome about it so yeah i i don't think so that that intimacy is something that you should be like yeah. no that's fascinating so let's get to what i actually assume that you were doing which is you were oh, going please, there please i to really fun. wanted to know that yeah yeah, yeah you, you were actually uh, uh, okay uh, suppose this trip of yours uh, you were just going to have fun you were going to dive you were just going to see the sights as it were and you wanted to keep fit on the side how would things have been different how would you have changed your routine what would your routine have been suppose you had just gone there for one week of diving one week of seeing the sights at ubud and kuta and all that would have been identical i yeah. i wouldn't change anything um i i just love the culture of like just waking up in the morning and just like showing up without coffee and just like pushing myself getting in a, a an hours workout or a couple of hours workout and mm-hmm. then doing whatever i have to do i was just working out to kill time to be honest <laughs> because my plan was to just like eat um <laughs> uh, just move a bit and do this and for me it wasn't about like oh 
this is a fitness trip and that yeah. is what i should be doing yeah. because i wasn't doing that to be honest yeah, yeah. Uh, i was spending 3 hours of my day working out but the remaining time i was just eating just reading uh listening to podcast uh audiobooks um uh, diving uh, i didn't surf because the waves over there were crazy <laughs> so i'm like okay no matter like i'm going to take step back and just like chill meeting people having conversations and yeah just traveling on the scooter that's 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 all i was doing and if i had to like do it any other way i would still do the same way because fitness still wasn't the major reason why i went over there mm-hmm. it was to like have some kind of rest and be in solitude for a bit because i was around people for 2 years and i'm still going to be around people because whatever the plans of unlock is uh, so i wanted to be by myself and see what i can do and when when you are alone you realize that oh wow dude i actually like working out man yeah. i'm this means i'm i'm not host means i'm not holding a mask in front of my social mm-hmm. media and saying people that i like working out and you should be doing what you're loving because yeah, actually, actually like something it. which i love so that like was very it was a welcome uh thought for me i'm like okay you know what now i feel that i can actually like go back because that kind of conversations are very important mm. so yeah those things happen sure so what tips would you have for people who might be listening to this who are planning a vacation right and like typically don't work fitness into their uh into their trip say a two week trip to europe or something like that what what advice would you have for them don't do it <laughs> don't do the vacation or don't do fitness don't don't, don't do fitness man yeah yeah i mean i see this is this is the best part right it's uh, a nice way of looking at it because you're planning a vacation okay uh if you if you have been working out for the longest time you are 100% sure that you are going to go and work out isn't it yeah yeah uh and then you will figure out your stuff anyway because you will make those choices yeah before anything because that is a priority for you and you're going to make your trip or plan your trip around it okay but if you're somebody who's just like wanting to stay fit or wanting to even staying fit you would do what you sure, yeah. what i said like but if you're somebody like who's like trying to explore fitness and just doing it for the gram or something like that don't do it because what's going to happen in a week's time okay as it is you don't get enough time to like be by yourself or be by your family and your loved ones okay just just enjoy and do whatever but if you want to like just go work out or whatever you can always go and try different sessions or different classes i personally love group classes because i love the fact that you go into it and then you come out of it but for that one hour you are zoned out completely yeah. and you get to meet a lot of different people you get inspired um you end up doing a lot more work because there's constant inspiration and constant mm-hmm. competition around you and that pushes you subconsciously and that is when um, major changes happen so if you are somebody who's looking to uh, explore things in terms of fitness group classes are the best way to go about it if you are somebody who is just like wanting to work out for the sake of working out and it's not in your priority you know you're not going to work out anyway after the first couple of days so, <laughs> so why do it <laughs> well said so i i guess it's also a matter of just working in activities that have some level of physicality right it could be even if it's not a class it could just be a walking tour it could be diving it could be like it could be any of those things uh, which just ha- gets you moving exactly and 
See, I know you were expecting me to say all these things <laughs> in terms no, of. No, not really. To be honest, I've seen your Instagram and the tips that you gave before. <laughs> yeah, like I have realized that you can only push individuals so much, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I can give all the tidbits of like everything that's generic. Yeah, honestly, it's yeah everything yeah. that people say out. There's nothing that I'm going to like change. Yeah, like you can always go and figure out. Uh, an activity around your trip to be active and all these things but then again like if that was the entire idea of the trip you would do that by yourself anyway, anyway. yeah yeah uh if your trip is supposed to be a leisure trip it's supposed to be a relaxing trip you know you're not going to work on and so don't don't do don't be that person who's going to like plan a lot of things and not live mm-hmm. up to the plan because you don't want to disappoint yourself man yeah no no i think that's a important lesson just there right which is be clear about what you're going on your trip for and kind of optimize for that in some way and yeah it's like that uh, like i said you have a very practical way of looking at these things so i did not expect you to give generic yarn over by the way right um eating tips i think that's uh, the one final thing then on vacations that i'd like to ask you about um eating tips while on like vacation i'm treading on thin ice now na <laughs> <laughs> uh eating tips i i genuinely believe that if you have a heavy breakfast you're going to be satiated and you're going to be full yeah. uh, for the first half of the day okay mm-hmm. uh i learned the idea and i really explored the idea of like having my dinners early which was fascinating and this was simo a diving instructor uh, fun fact even deepak had the same yeah, diving yeah yeah we had the same exact same i saw his instagram story and i immediately went and dug out my open water card like exact same guy and i thanks to your instagram i found his instagram handle pinged him and he's like no way you must be kidding kunal is your trainer <laughs> what are the odds right like what are the odds uh, what are the odds yeah, yeah. so so um, we just finished our dive and uh, the last dive and i got certified and everything and simo was over there we were having a beer and he was like do you want to meet for dinner uh, and we we can go to irish house or whatever i'm like yeah cool i'll go get a um, nice shower and everything and i'll meet you by 8:39 like no kunal we have dinner at 6:00 i'm like wow that is so cool and that kind of like changed my entire idea of like how life is perceived mm-hmm. because i went over there at 6 um by 6 to 6:30 or something we had a couple of drinks and then we had a proper dinner by 8:30 we were done by 10 o'clock i was in my bed and i was fast asleep and then that kind of uh, shift happened midway on my trip and then i realized that having my dinner earlier is something that my body is reacting so well with mm-hmm. and also like i'm not having an extra meal altogether yeah. so i have three meals now uh, which really works well for me which is like a heavy breakfast um a decent lunch a lunch is something that i would if if you are somebody who is trying to remain healthier you want to make sure that you have a good amount of proteins in your lunch okay uh, the only thing a lot of people end up messing up with is the proportion means is the quantity of the carbs that they have mm. they feel that they have to have five rotis four rotis or whatever that is something that you want to make sure that you can always replace that kind of calories with good amount of proteins if you're working out which is amazing okay a great amount of fibers something that you would want to focus on and then dinner is something that i prefer to have light and it's way more meaty but again i am a non vegetarian and my preferences are going to be non vegetarian and that's why i prefer to have say some kind of 
lean meat or fish or grilled fish and some kind of salad by the end but that's just me and i love that and because i have been working out so much uh i prefer to snack uh with smoothies and smoothie bowls nice so that is something that has uh been a blessing in disguise because when i'm having a smoothie bowl uh it's mostly protein based and fruit based so i'm getting in my micronutrients i'm getting my good amount of uh proteins and i'm not bored of my snacks mm-hmm. and just i just don't keep having it because for the sake of having it and i keep on experimenting with it so my skin is treating myself better and i feel less hungry for my dinner itself Am I making sense? You are, and you answered several questions in here on it once. I I kind of forgot what the first question was, but I, this is great. Uh, this is, yeah, this is great. This is great. So I'm going to stop asking you about tips and all that right now. Uh, you said on your trip you found so many inspiring people and all that. Any stories that stood out to you? Like any crazy things? Like like wow, like what a story this person has, or something like who was working out in the gym. Some something you found that was like super inspirational uh, over there. there was in a diving trip uh and this wasn't workout related right sure. uh, they were diving trip there were there were two uh gentlemen who were well beyond their 60s okay and only one of them used to come with us and dive and he was like a deep diver he used to like dive for around i think 28 or uh, 30 meters and his friend I, i used to observe his friend was just used to like stay up at the boat and do nothing at all Okay, for the first couple of days, the Indian me couldn't go up to him and like talk to him <laughs> and stuff like that. But then uh, I just happened to have like nasal, bi- well, sorry, sinus biotrauma uh, on my second dive itself. So I was taking it easy. So I just tagged along uh, with the boat, and then I saw that this particular individual is not diving; he's just like staying up, just snorkels. And I'm like, okay, so. why are you doing this and why are you not diving then he goes like i had a heart attack uh 4 years ago and that's why um i can't go into that kind of pressure because i don't know what oh. might happen okay but i still want to like keep moving so whenever i get the time i tag uh tag along with my friend and i come over here and i snorkel while he's diving i'm like wow wow, wow that is so beautiful like like he just wants to be active he just wants to make yeah, sure that he keeps yeah. on moving and that's about it and that is something that was like supremely inspiring for me mm-hmm. and i did ask him like uh, has your life changed uh, completely after getting a heart attack like no but he said that i could have changed things earlier if i was a bit more healthier and that that kind of like made me realize that Uh, it's so important to just keep on moving and be a bit fitter because uh, you don't want to be that person who is yeah. just sitting on the boat and just knuckles <laughs> when your friend is. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, crazy. I uh, this is nowhere related to what you said, but uh, during my Bali trip, it was a long time back, nine years back. Um, we after we finished our dives in Gili, we dived uh, one once more. Uh, we we didn't realize we'd fallen in love with diving so much that we scheduled another one. This was at uh, another place in Bali, and this was a place that was famous for this huge fish called the mola mola, uh, right? And uh, we didn't see it, uh, but <clears throat> we went with somebody who had dived the same spot the previous day in pursuit of this uh, elusive fish. 
super experienced guy, like 500, 600 times or something like that. So we young, uh, innocent people asked him, oh, you're, so you've done the same dive before. And then he stopped and he stared and he looked at us. No two dives are ever the same. The dive spot is the same, but no two dives are ever the same. I thought that was beautiful. And it kind of like, it stayed with me. Like no two whatevers are ever the same. The setting and all that might, the person and all that might be the same, but no two, whatever, no two workouts are the same. No two meetings are the same. No two drinks ever. are the same. Yeah, yeah, ever. yeah. yeah I think that line just stuck with me. All right, Kunal, I think last question. I think we've spoken enough of this. Um, nothing to do with fitness really, but what's your dream travel destination? Where would you like to go to? Dude, I want to go to either Patagonia or Machu Picchu. Ah. Uh, Machu Picchu because I've heard a lot about it and I think it's going to be more of a spiritual journey. Patagonia because I want to see penguins in wild. That's amazing. amazing. And if I may add a recommendation to that itinerary of yours, because it's going to be not too far away from where you are. My dream trip is actually to see Iron Maiden live in Santiago because they ah. are crazy about that band in South America. Um, I think that would be an amazing trip. To do that would be right. Well, like you need you need so much time of your life to just yeah. like go to the opposite part of the globe, the opposite part of the world. There's so much to explore in this world, but we will be fit while doing it. Uh, yeah, Kunal, I think yeah, I think Kunal, that's really all I have uh, to ask of you during the session. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Yo, thank you for having me, man. I really hope means I had a lovely time conversing with you. I really hope that uh, no, if not changing people's perspective towards fitness, I just like kind of. Uh, made them look in a different direction. Yeah. And just see that it, it I mean, maybe grass is greener and it drink is stronger. <laughs> there you go. Whatever that means. So now, but, thanks so much for doing this. And yeah. Cheers. There we go. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. I told you it was going to go all over the place, uh, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. I had an absolute blast doing it and I hope it was entertaining and insightful uh, for you as well. I warned you, I warned you right at the beginning that it's going to be extremely practical and that's really how it is. Kunal is not the kind of guy to say, okay, do one, two, three, four, five, six things uh, and all that. It's um, sort of like a very practical uh, approach that he has and I hope you remember this when you plan your next vacation which hopefully is not too far off um next week we have another really cool interview coming up i well you will hear about it next week on the feed for now this is me deepak gopalakrishnan your host aka chuck signing off from one rep at a time by cult fit you've been listening to one rep at a time by cult fit Follow us on Spotify, Apple Music or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're looking for sustainable weight loss coaching, check out the Cult Transform program on the Cult Fit app or website. See you on the next episode.